Hey everybody, my name is Chris Carter and I'm the host of Just Chris Podcast, a series where I give my first-hand experience on the world and my surroundings. In today's episode, you can look forward to my weekend recap, I'll give my highlighted food of the week, give a quick little take on the stock market, and then I'll finish up with some weekly updates. So sit back, relax, and welcome to the show. Monday right now as I'm recording and I'm a little behind schedule this week just because I went through and actually recorded this past Wednesday, finished editing the episode and you know when I sat down to really kind of hammer out the details on it, I just wasn't satisfied with the work and I chose to re-record this one. And as I'm recording right now, this is actually my second take of the podcast. Uh, I just wanted it to sound better across the board because when I sat down and recorded the first time, I recorded one segment and I came back a little later and then I recorded another one. And as I was going back through and trying to master the audio, it was kind of tough to do because say one segment, I had to do a little more work than the other and it just didn't sound the same across the board. So here we are trying it again. And to start off, I'm going to talk a little bit about last weekend first. Last weekend was super laid back. I actually went into Charlotte and recorded my guest episode. So I met up with a friend in Charlotte and I met up with him and his girlfriend. And they're actually both going to be featured on my first guest episode, which is coming out next week. So be ready for that guest episode. I'm super excited to release it to you. And, you know, I've gone through and I've edited it, so keep an eye out for that. And I guess the best way to really see when that episode airs is to make sure you subscribe, you know, rate five stars, leave a review, anything helps. So I appreciate you doing that, and I'll talk about that a little bit later. But back to the past weekend, so I went to Charlotte, we recorded my guest episode, and we actually got a hotel for the weekend, so... I drove to Charlotte, and it was probably about a two and a half hour drive, and the drive wasn't terrible. Uh, during the drive, I restarted a podcast, and I actually restarted Logan Paul's podcast. Not that I started from the beginning, but I went back and listened to episode one, so I'm working on that, trying to get it up to there. And you know, I haven't always been a big fan of Logan Paul and his brother together, and one thing that I do give Logan is his work on his podcast because he does an excellent job really bringing in talent. He brings in a wide variety of different people. You know, I believe the second episode he brought in Jojo Siwa. So to bring in Jojo Siwa second episode, I mean, it's a bold move. He actually brought in Summer Ray, and then he has, yeah, Summer Ray, And that's where I'm at right now. I believe I'm on episode three or four. And out of 280 episodes, you know, I really have... I really have a full agenda coming up with that. It'll keep me busy for a while. Anyways, we got into Charlotte, got checked into the hotel, and recorded the guest episode, and we tried to record the episode in our hotel room, but there was a problem with the air conditioning where it just wouldn't shut off at all. And there was just super loud buzz that we couldn't get rid of, and I actually went downstairs to the lobby to ask if there was like a switch or something that I was missing or a way to turn it off by unplugging it, whatever. I told him that we had to record something, and he actually offered up the conference hall. So we actually got to record in the conference hall, and he walked us over to it before we started. And this room is huge, huge. And all the tables were already set up. They had the tablecloths all over them. They had all the chairs aligned right. It was awesome to do. It was definitely a cool place to record the guest episode. And after we finished recording, we actually went into downtown Charlotte for dinner, 
And the last time that we were in Charlotte, it was during the daytime, and I believe it was on a Sunday. So the city really wasn't all that crowded, which I found to be super weird, especially it being a game day for the Panthers. And the streets were super empty. And this time that we went to Charlotte, we were hoping to be a little busier. And we found that it was. It was a good time. You know, we walked around for a little bit. We got to see a lot of cool stuff. There were a ton of cool cars driving around downtown Charlotte on a Saturday night. And trying to find a place to eat was super tough because by the time we finished recording, it was already 8.30. And a lot of the places closed at 10. So all the good restaurants that closed at 10 were out of the question. And from there, we went and tried to find a place that was open later and, you know, had good food, which the last time we were there, we ate at a diner. That was 24 hours, and we ate there for brunch on a Sunday morning. And so we went back to that place, and the line for it was out the door. Out the door. And I actually looked around on Google Maps while we were waiting in line for a restaurant that was open, you know, didn't have a wait, and we came across Carolina Ale House, which was, you know, less than a half mile away, a couple blocks over. And I gave them a call. They were open till 2 a.m., which was great. And I asked if there was any sort of wait. And the lady was like, no, no wait. So you, right when you come in, you get seated. She had me sold right there. And, you know, from there, we started walking towards Carolina Ale House. We kind of cut the whole idea of eating at that super fancy-looking diner. I will say, Carolina Ale House was good. I was satisfied with their food. They had all of the games on the TVs. And it was definitely a good time. So I really enjoyed that. Uh, the food was killer. We really balled out on some appetizers, and then the entrees were super good. I ended up getting a burger, which was great. After that, you know, we walked around Charlotte a little more, got to see a little more stuff, and at that point, it was probably like 11, 30, 12 o'clock. Yeah, probably around there. You know, there really wasn't much left open after that, so we decided to walk back to the car and drive back to the hotel, which was probably about 20 minutes outside of downtown Charlotte, so the drive wasn't terrible. And by the time we got back, it was already it was already pretty late to really do much more. So we ended up just kicking it for the rest of the night, hanging out, watched a couple movies. And then Saturday morning, we both left probably around 12 o'clock or so. And before that, we met at Dunkin' Donuts. You know, we got coffee, got donuts, and then we both went our separate ways. And then Sunday driving back was a straight shot. Super easy drive again. And I spent the rest of the day actually just kicking around the house, hanging out with some family, um, laying on the couch with the dogs, uh, really just chilling. And after that, that kind of concluded my weekend. You know, I went back to work on, did I work Monday? No, I had Monday off. So Monday really just consists of very similar things as Sunday did, just kicking around the house, catching up on some Netflix, watching some YouTube videos. And I actually finally got caught up on the Nelk Boys' new, in quotes, season. And, man, <laughs> they are freaking hilarious. They're so funny. One of the things that I found hilarious about one of the recent videos was they were in Alabama. So they were at the University of Alabama. And one of them was dressed up in denim overalls. And that's it. Just denim overalls. Going up to girls, asking for their number. And when they finally got the number... You know, all of the boys came out the woodwork. <laughs> all of the boys came out the woodwork, and, you know, they were coming out from behind buildings, crowding around him, popping bottles, throwing confetti. It was hilarious. So that was definitely one of my favorite parts of those videos. And, man, I'm telling you, every week it's just something new. I do not understand how they just brainstorm all these crazy ideas on a weekly basis and then just follow through with it. 
it's it's absurd to me really but this past weekend you know it's very very similar i actually friday i didn't have to work so friday i got to sleep in a little bit you know woke up probably around 9 30 felt great got a full four hours of sleep which was the most sleep i'd gotten in probably i don't know two three days <laughs> four and a half hours of sleep not bad but after we woke up after i woke up made breakfast and all that I went into Raleigh, uh, my friend and I went to a golf store, checked out some new clubs, he got his adjusted, because he just recently got some new clubs also, and then Friday evening, we went and played golf, so, you know, the time change has really been killing the golf game, because I was very used to, you know, setting like a 4.30 tee time, being able to fit in like 10 to 11 holes, and then it gets dark. Well, that's not so much the case anymore, so I've had to set back my tee times to around 3.15, 3.30, and that's been kind of killer, especially with my work schedule on the days that I do work, but we played nine holes, I believe. Yeah, we played nine holes on Friday, and you know, it wasn't bad. I had a good time. The course was looking good, and after all the rain, you know, it's really started to dry up, so played nine at Riverwood and had a good time. So on Saturday, I didn't have many plans outside, just running some errands with my mom. And then Saturday night, I went into downtown Raleigh with my sister. We walked down, walked around downtown a little bit, got to see a little bit of the, the downtown Raleigh, Fayetteville Street nightlife, you know, not that much to it, but had a good time. And then after that, it was probably like 1130 and we drove around Raleigh. Uh, we drove around like the surrounding areas outside of downtown Raleigh and looked at houses and let me tell you, the houses were incredible. I was so surprised at, you know, how big some of those houses were. And all of them, easy, easy over a million dollars. One of them that was for sale, we looked at, it was $1.3 million. Ginormous. <laughs> it was huge. And from there, we went back home, and I called it a night right there. Sunday, I got to sleep in a little bit. Uh, you know, I got a little bit more than four hours of sleep this time. Slept in a little bit, woke up, and then went out with my mom and sister to a furniture place. I actually went out and got a new desk. So, spent all day Sunday out, got home Sunday night, set up my desk, set up the office, and then went over to my sister's boyfriend's house where we just kicked it for Sunday night and, you know, watched the movies, hung out. Overall, the weekend was good, and last weekend as well. You know, I wouldn't say that I had a whole lot to do, but I will say that I accomplished quite a bit. And, you know, that really concludes this past weekend. Uh, and as for this upcoming week, it is Thanksgiving, so when I release this, it will be Tuesday. Thanksgiving is on Thursday. For Thanksgiving, you know, we're not doing anything special. We're staying in town. It should be my family hanging out at the house, have a nice little dinner, and then my sister's boyfriend's house. And we're going over there, so I'm going to... Get a nice taste of two Thanksgiving dinners. That's all I have for the week right now. But one thing I have going on on Sunday is a friend of mine, he actually records a podcast with a couple other friends. And I'm going to see him on Sunday. I'm going to get a little taste of, you know, how they set their things up, how they go through the recording process, all that. So Sunday, I am looking forward to doing that. I think that would be super cool to kind of see how they're doing it. But really, you know, that's my weekend recap. That's my upcoming week preview. Nothing too special. Nothing crazy going on. Uh, I'm just looking forward to, you know, spending the week with family. Uh, my parents being off work for a couple of days, hanging around the house. Nothing crazy. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I have for my weekend recap and, you know, my week preview. But 
as I mentioned in the intro, I wanted to then jump into the very, very special segment of the week. All right, ladies and gentlemen, as I'm sure you guys have all been waiting for is a little segment I like to call my highlighted food of the week. Highlighted food of the week. First week, we touched on pizza. Second week, mini corn dogs. You know, the food that I want to talk about this week is, drumroll please, spaghetti. And you're thinking, Chris, you don't like spaghetti? Yes, that is correct, ladies and gentlemen. I am not a fan of spaghetti at all. You know, not that I like truly, truly dislike spaghetti. I will eat spaghetti if I have to. You know, plenty of times in high school and college before big meets and races, we would have pasta nights the night before where we would just load up on pounds of spaghetti and I would eat it all. You know, I never had a problem with consuming spaghetti. However, the problem that I have with it is that it's just not my go-to food. And I'm just not a spaghetti fan at all. There is never going to be a time where anybody asks me what I want for dinner, and the first thing I say is spaghetti. Never. Never going to happen. I'm sorry. I hate to be like that. But that is just kind of how I feel about spaghetti. And, you know, it's not so much about just like that one specific pasta that I am, you know, kind of a hater on. There's a number of pastas that I don't like, but what really defines that pasta is the red sauce. And, you know, I'm not really sure why. I've just never been a big fan of the red sauce. I think it just ruins the meal, really. I don't like the consistency. You know, I don't like the feeling. And I don't know, maybe it was just like growing up with the chunks in the red sauce that might have just killed it for me, maybe. But now when we have it, you know, actually... The red sauce is fine when it's on pizza. That's it. That's the only thing I'll take it on. But if it has anything to do with spaghetti or any pasta, I'm not taking it. None. I really just want to highlight on spaghetti. But, you know, there's a number of different pastas where it just doesn't work out for it. You know, I'm going to say ravioli, macaroni, rigatoni, some fettuccine, some linguine. What else do we have? Uh, I'm trying to think of other ones. Let me look. I don't know, but you get the point. So it's any of those pastas, it just, it's not for me, dog. Unfortunately, it's just not for me. The only type of pasta that I'll eat with the red sauce is lasagna. That's it. The only one. Well, I take that back. I'll eat them. I'm not going to be happy with it. However, with lasagna, I'll be happy with it. I will gladly eat lasagna. And, you know, I think the one thing that really dates back to my dislike of spaghetti all goes back to when I was a child, which I do have a little story for you. So growing up, there's this restaurant called the Spaghetti Warehouse. Huge, huge restaurant. You know, you go inside and the whole inside is modeled after a rail yard and a train station. So they have all the stuff hanging all over the walls. On the inside, they actually have train cars that you can go and sit inside of inside of the restaurant and they bring your food to you just like that you can eat your whole meal inside of the train car and growing up the same with just about every other little boy is that they were obsessed with trains and yes i was so going to the spaghetti warehouse it was like a kidney candy store i freaking loved it and you know the one thing that i always wanted to do as a kid and visiting the spaghetti warehouse was eating inside of these train cars i wanted it more than anything 
And, you know, the day finally came where I was hanging out in my room or I was hanging out at home. And my mom told me, she's like, Chris, we're going to go to the spaghetti warehouse and you're going to get the opportunity to eat inside the train car. And when she told me that, I was through the roof. I was so excited. I mean, just like any other kid would be, uh, they're going to eat food inside a train car. And it's probably the closest I was going to get in a while to eating in an actual train. But that's not the point. I was ecstatic about it. I was so, so excited. I was looking forward to it. You know, the drive there, I was sitting on the edge of the seat and just replaying in my head, like me sitting inside the train car, going to town on whatever food I'd get. Most likely was going to be spaghetti in the spaghetti warehouse, as you would have guessed. So we get to the restaurant, you know, we're walking up and just I'm going wild on the inside. Like my nerves are going crazy. I, I can't look forward to anything else but sitting inside this train car. We get inside, we check in with the hostess and she's like, OK, I'll, I'll be right back. Let me check on that. A couple minutes goes by and she comes back. This is what she tells us. Guys, unfortunately, the table inside of the train car isn't available. So we can't see you inside the train car. But what we can do is set you up at a table outside of the train car. So you can still kind of see it. And right there, I died a little bit on the inside. You know, I just had a straight kick to the teeth when she told me that we couldn't eat inside the train car. How are you going to hype me up so much? finally get to live up to my dream eating spaghetti inside the train car and then comes back and tells us that the table is unavailable how is the table unavailable you know how many train cars were inside of that place quite a few and they didn't just have one table on the inside they had plenty of tables on the inside of that train car so that you could have more than one family sit at a table and eat their food so the fact that there weren't any available was you know a kick to the teeth and when she came back and told us that, I was heartbroken. I was tore up from the inside. Uh, I really just had everything laid out and just stepped on. And when she came back and told us, I was heartbroken. I was destroyed on the inside. You know, my biggest dream, eat inside this train car, eat spaghetti, was gone. It was just out the window. And, you know, I can't give, like, the definite reason as to why I have such a disinterest in spaghetti but if I were to guess anything you know I think it does have to go back to my scarring moment at the spaghetti warehouse with my mom and I don't remember any later memories of our family eating at the spaghetti warehouse I mean maybe the whole experience not only killed me but killed my mom's interest in the spaghetti warehouse to a point where we just never got taken back I don't know I could be wrong and I just don't remember Maybe my mind's telling me to block out these terrible memories of eating inside the spaghetti warehouse. I don't know. But, you know, I, I don't have any later memories of us going there. And since then, you know, for as long as I can remember, I just have never liked spaghetti. And, you know, last weekend when I was in Charlotte, I was highlighting my third episode of my friends and telling them about the food that I wanted to talk about. And I mentioned the connection between the red sauce and the pasta and how that really plays a huge factor in my consumption of spaghetti. And my friend Gabby told me, she goes, Chris, I think you're scared of the red sauce. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not scared of the red sauce. I've never been scared of the red sauce. I'm not scared of the spaghetti either. I just don't have any interest in it. I do not find spaghetti to be appealing even in the slightest. 
And like I said, there's never going to be a time where I immediately say, I want spaghetti to eat. Never. Never going to happen. And, you know, maybe that could change in the future. Maybe somehow overnight my taste buds will just switch up on me and be like, you know what, you're going to like spaghetti today. I hope that's not the case because I just can't see myself really getting into spaghetti like that. But that's my little two cents on my highlighted food of the week. You know, I think there is a lot of potential for spaghetti. Uh, (laughs) Potential is the word. No, you know, I think you can do a ton of stuff with spaghetti. You can do a ton of stuff with pasta. But to me, it's just never going to work out. It's just never going to work out. And I'm not a very picky eater. But this is the one thing that comes to mind when I thought of a food that I didn't like that I wanted to highlight on. Because, you know, like I said in the second episode, maybe I'll continue to highlight just like foods that I like and all that. No, I wanted to switch it up this week. And, you know, when I was brainstorming on it, the first food that came to mind immediately without even any consideration or higher level of thinking was spaghetti. So... That being said, you know, that there's my little spiel on spaghetti, on pasta, on red sauce. I wanted to tie in a little childhood experience slash trauma to it. It's just never going to work. And, you know, that's all I have to say about spaghetti. That's all I have to say about the spaghetti warehouse and eating inside the train car. You know, I think that's just one of those truly defining moments in my life and though it may seem like something insignificant or minuscule it means a lot to me because that one specific moment on that one weekday afternoon when I was a child ruined one particular food for me for the rest of my life (laughs) and I do see the humor in it it is kind of funny that that one thing really impacted my my decision on foods you know, maybe I could be wrong, but I do not see my taste buds switching up on me at any time in the future. That's just what I got to say, you know, and that is my highlighted food of the week. I think it would be a pretty cool idea if you guys wanted to message in different foods for me to highlight, maybe kind of give my take on those because I've tried a ton of different types of foods. So I think if you want to hear something specific, uh, Maybe want to hear my take on your favorite food. Let me know. Seriously, shoot me an email with a food and I'll take that in consideration. But in the meantime, that concludes your highlighted food of the week segment. Next week, something actually next week, I won't have a highlighted food of the week. Next week is the guest episode. So week five is when I will highlight the next food. So we got a couple weeks to really prepare for that. In the meantime, Really just taking my information on this today. Uh, That's what I got for spaghetti and pasta. All right, this week I want to try something a little different. You know, I'm looking to put myself on the spot here, give myself a little challenge. And as I mentioned in the intro, I'm going to give a quick little update on the stock market. And, you know, you're probably thinking, oh, Chris is going to talk about stocks at large, the S&P 500, the Dow Jones, the NASDAQ. I'm not going to get all that broad on it. I'm looking to do something very specific. And what I plan to do today 
I'm going to open my phone and go to my watch list. I'm going to pick out four stocks that I am just randomly going to choose. And then I'm going to give a quick 45 second pitch on each one, give a little background on the stock, you know, give an update on its prices, its highs, its lows, uh, future things to look forward to, uh, recent press releases, things like that. So I'm going to try to fit all that in in 45 seconds. When the timer goes off, regardless of where I am in the sentence, I'll then move on to the next stock. But I'm going to do this all in one take. Okay, so I'm actually going to use this as a benchmark for future times I do this challenge. So I'm not going to edit through this at all. I'm going to take this take that I'm currently recording on. And regardless if you know I come up short on time, if I overshoot the time, if I stutter, that's okay. This is just a reference and I'm going to go from here on out. So let me pull up my watch list. Let me unlock my phone and I'm just going to get right into it. So one second, let me try to unlock this. All right. So I'm going to start the timer in three, two, one. The first stock I want to talk about today is Lumen Technologies. Their ticker is L-U-M-N and they also used to be known as CenturyLink, but with this recent transformation, in addition to their semi-recent merger with level merger acquisition merger i don't know but their recent merger with level three dude i'm oh my god i didn't even start the timer so i guess that gives me an opportunity to restart it <laughs> okay three two one all right the timer started so the first stock i want to talk about this week is lumen technologies they're a telecommunications company based out of monroe louisiana their ticker is l-u-m-n and they also used to be known as CenturyLink up until a recent transformation just a few weeks ago oh man all right so right now they're selling at a price of ten dollars and 47 cents which is down quite a bit from their 52 week high which was 15.30 so around five dollars and you know, from their 52-week low, which is 816, they're up about $2.20 or so off of that. And one thing that Lumen does have going for them is their dividend yield and their consistent earnings reports because week after quarter after quarter, excuse me, quarter after quarter, they continue to put up good results. All right. That's one. All right. Next one I'm going to get into. Man, it's getting a little hot in here. <laughs> next one I'm going to get into. Let me pull it up. All right. Here we go. All right, starting in three, two, one, is Aurora Cannabis. Their ticker is ACB, and they're based out of Calgary, Alberta. Right now, they're selling at a price of $7.38, you know, which isn't terrible, but compared to how they've done in the past, in addition to their semi-recent stock split, I believe it was a 1 for 12 stock split. Yeah, so after that, you know, they re-released at around $14, and from there to now, they're down around 50% of that. And you know, go off of their 52 week high, which was $39, as compared to their 52 week low, was $371. They've changed quite a bit. And right now, they have a pretty decent hold rating of 77%. They have a 16% buy rating and a 5.6% sell rating. And you know, there's a lot of mixed reviews around this specific stock, but what? All right, next one. You know, you guys are probably going to hate me for this. And you're not. I have to get into it. I really do. But what I'm going to talk about today is huge electric vehicle company, Tesla. Their ticker is TSLA and they're based out of Palo Alto, California. Today, they're doing incredible. Over the past week, they've done incredible. Even the past month, they've done incredible, up $100 for the month. 
And one thing that I really think contributes to this is their recent press release of them entering the S&P 500, which was, you know, probably about a quarter off of when they were originally expected. But since then, they've been doing extremely well. And they went through a one for four split, I believe, something like that. They went through a split and right now, yeah, they went through, <laughs> gosh, they went through a split and their 52 week, 52 week high is $5, five, excuse me. Okay. It was 525, but to get into the last one I'm going to talk about today, you know, it's kind of a slept on, kind of a slept on stock. Not a ton of people know about it, but starting the timer now. But one thing that I can say about it is that it's energy transfer. Their ticker is ET. Right now they're selling at a price of $6.47, which they are up for the day, for the week, and even for the month. However, they are down quite a bit off of their 52-week high. And even, I would say, their 104-week high, which was incredibly high. Sounds weird to say back to back. But they are down quite a bit of where they have been. You know, if you look back at the year graph, their high was in the year graph five year look back at their five year graph like they were down quite a bit they used to be in the 17s 18s even the 19s and one thing that they really have that has going one thing that they really have going for them you know the timer's about to go off but i'm going to keep going one thing they have going for them is their incredible dividend yield right now at a 20.07 percent dividend yield it's great i would say it's great uh and even over the past month or so they actually cut their dividend and now 20% is still great. Incredible buy rating of 63% buy. And at the price it's at right now, $6.47.48. It's a good price. This is a stock that Robinhood actually gives away for free. I've had friends that have gotten it. And, you know, I, I see a lot of potential for this company. However, don't take my stock advice. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned it, but they are based out of Dallas, Texas, and they've been around since 2002. Man, I'm quite a bit over, you know. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that is what I I wanted to highlight this week. You know, I wanted to try something a little different, and I thought that was super cool to go through and do. A little tough at first, but by the end of it, I really got to pick up on it, and it makes it much easier with stocks that you know somewhat, you know, a little bit of information about. Uh, next time, uh, next next week, not even next week. Gosh, next time that I try this. It's going to be four different stocks. I'm going to not look into it before. I'm going to pull it up last minute, just like I did with this one, and try to, you know, do a little pitch off of that. But I want to kind of spread my podcast to a wider audience, and I think an easy way to accomplish that is by not so much discussing uh, just like basic topics uh, that can be seen at a surface level. I want to go into stuff a little deeper that appeals to more people and I think by bringing in real world things like real world news and outlets, stuff like that uh, will kind of help diversify the podcast. So I enjoyed I enjoyed doing that little little take on the stock market. Maybe next week or next couple of weeks, I'll try something a little different, maybe take on different news, maybe go into something a little more specific within the stock market. Or maybe I'll talk something broad like the S&P 500 or the NASDAQ. I don't know. But what I want to try to do is, you know, just appeal to a different crowd here and kind of give a little more information to the people that may not know much about it. But to kind of go off of that, I am not giving any type of stock advice. I'm not giving any recommendations. Uh, I mean, take the information I gave you and do what you will with it. 
but I'm not going to go here and say that you need to invest in this specific company. I am in no way a financial advisor or any type of professional to provide that type of input. So the information I gave you, do what you will with it. That's completely up to you. And, you know, that's what I have for our little stock market update. So the last thing I want to talk about this week is, you know, some weekly updates, a little bit of news that came in over this past week, past two weeks, especially since the last episode. And since the last episode, I have accomplished quite a bit. You know, I'm I'm trying new things. I'm functioning at a different level here. And one thing that I mentioned in episode two is that I'm looking to start a blog, which I am still in the process of doing. I'm still, you know, holding a lot of interest in that. However, I'm trying to really work out my time here and perfect my time management skills, especially when it comes to podcasting and creating other things. But what I can tell you is that I have followed through with setting this up. I'm very excited to do this. And I can't give an exact date on when I'll have it out. You know, I'm still still looking around through different templates, trying to get better ideas on exactly how I want it to be set up. And, you know, I want this website to be somewhere that I can broadcast, you know, things that are going on with my life. I want to connect my RSS feed to the website so you can get continuous updates on my podcast. Try to upload some pictures, some posts, some videos, you know, things like that. Just a way for you guys to see what I'm doing, you know, at this moment in time. And I know I mentioned in the past that I'm not on social media, but I think that this would be a good outlet for me because, you know, even being even when I was on social media, I was never a huge fan on seeing what other people were doing. You know, I don't, I don't want to get on social media and just be constantly reminded of, you know, the things that I don't have, the places that I haven't been, seeing the things people are doing that I haven't done yet. And I really think that can be just a negative impact on yourself because if you're looking at all these things on a daily basis, you're going to be constantly reminded of the things that you don't have or the things you haven't done, places you haven't been, you know, like I was saying. But with this website, you know, it's going to be more so of like an output service where I'm putting my stuff up and it's going to be observed and taken in from others where I also get on and I don't see input content. So I don't see what other people are going to go on there and post their photos, their videos, stuff like that. Like, I just want this to be my stuff only. And I think it'll be a good good way to really get my stuff out there some more. I'm still trying to do some better marketing here. And it's been tough. It has been tough, but I feel like I'm slowly overcoming challenges and slowly working out kinks. But that being said, the website's in the process. Uh, I'm trying to get it up. I'm trying to gather as much information as possible before doing so. But I have all of my ducks in a row. And, you know, when the time comes when I am ready to really take advantage of that opportunity of creating this, it's there. So it, it will be ready to be released at that at that point in time. Until then, you know, just kind of hang tight. Uh, I'm not trying to rush any of this. You know, I'm just trying to ease into it because I feel I feel like if I take on a ton of different tasks all simultaneously, it's going to be a little challenging to balance my time between this work, working out, things like that. You know, so I want to slowly bring on new new tasks and new challenges. Uh, so that I can get accustomed to those before bringing on new stuff. Also, another weekly update is that I mentioned earlier in the episode, and I mentioned in episode two, the guest episode is coming up. So next week, that will be my first guest episode. 
still trying to get all that stuff straightened out but it's ready like i said it is ready i'm excited to release it to you guys i'm excited for you guys to hear from my uh i'm excited for you guys to hear from my guests uh, i actually had a little plus one on that you know my boy brought his girlfriend as well and she did an excellent job on the podcast also so i'm looking forward to it i'm excited for it all so i know i mentioned earlier about the subscribe rate reply whatever I had some problems with my podcast posting to iTunes and you know when I was trying to really figure out why I wasn't getting the type of analytics that I was looking for is because iTunes posted my podcast twice twice and since then I've gone and I've gotten it straightened out but what happened when I got that straightened out is the podcast that I was looking to get rid of had most of the ratings and most of the reviews and subscriptions and the one that I was looking to keep didn't have anything at all so what I do ask is if you think that you're subscribed or you think that you've left a review or a rating go back and double check because this is posting on a different feed and I think the easiest way for you guys to see like when I upload new stuff and give new updates is to subscribe and you know look out for those notifications because when I post them you'll be notified just Chris upload a new podcast click to listen now whatever however it's set up but yeah double check on that uh, just to make sure and even if you didn't subscribe in the past I mean take this opportunity to subscribe right now and if you're really feeling it you know rate five stars I mean if you feel five stars which I'm sure you do rate five stars and then leave a nice little review you know it doesn't have to be anything too special nothing too crazy just be like oh this is the next uh i don't know jesus christ (laughs) anyways check that out you know i'm looking forward to this upcoming week i'm looking forward to continuing to do this and i'm loving every minute of it so hoping you guys are doing the same, feeling the same as well. And that really concludes my weekly updates. That's what I have for this week. You know, more upcoming next week. So we've made it to the end of the show for this week. This is episode three. I had a great time recording. I had a good time really digging into my least favorite food, giving a quick little update on, you know, four specific stocks that I'd picked out of my watch list and then providing you guys with some updates. You know, the best way you guys can contact me is through my email, which is, you know, turn this up right now if you want to get a closer listen. It is justchrispodcast at gmail.com. Oh, you you didn't hear that? Let me repeat it for you one more time. Justchrispodcast at gmail.com. So feel free to shoot me a message. Actually, there's a link that I'm going to leave in the description where you can actually click on that link and then go to my hosting website, which is Anchor, and you can leave me a voice message recorded through your microphone. So if you guys want to leave me a little voice message, I can actually go through and play those. That's the best way to contact me, uh, justchrispodcast at gmail.com. And Xbox as well, Briss Barter won. Unfortunately, with that being said, you know, it's nearing the end of the month, and I believe I have like six days left on Xbox Live. So that's not going to be around for too much longer. I'll go through another phase where I won't have any type of Xbox Live or Game Pass, 
And then when they offer the opportunity for a dollar subscription, I'll take it up on that. But in the meantime, I'm looking forward to hearing from you guys all. I'm looking forward to new emails and responses and you guys, you know, posting my content. I'm loving it. I'm loving the engagement here. That's all I got this week, guys. You know, I appreciate it and I'm looking forward to next week. Y'all take it easy.